Hello, my name is Wendy Myers of MyersDetox.com. Thanks so much for joining us today for the Myers Detox podcast, where we talk about all kinds of topics related to detoxification and how heavy metals and toxins affect every different organ system of the body. Today we're talking about sperm health. We're talking about what toxins and chemicals affect sperm health, how that affects fertility, and what toxins cause miscarriages, and why IVF treatments fail, and what you can do to dramatically increase the success of IVF treatments. So it all comes down to avoiding toxin ingestion and remove toxins that are in your body. But we have some really interesting tips on this show today. I have Dr. Eva Keen, who has a fertility course, a fertility coaching course, and tons of amazing information on her website. And she talked to us today about what you need to do before IVF treatments, why IVF treatments fail, um, top tips to improve sperm health. We even have a free e-guide for you guys, a free report on all her different tips uh, summarized to improve sperm health. And also we discussed some really shocking, sobering statistics, why up to 50% of males, especially in first world countries like the US and Canada, Europe and New Zealand, are considered infertile and why like up to 50 percent of males based on their sperm counts are considered infertile and so you know i wanted to do this show because we have uh, such a growing concern about uh you know people's ability to conceive for you know this is about the survival of the human race and it's it's estimated that up to 25 percent of couples have trouble conceiving. And part of the reason is the toxins in our environment, pesticides, heavy metals, industrial chemicals, air pollution, and other things that are affecting our ability to produce hormone, toxins that enhance sex binding globulin that binds onto hormones, so the rendering them ineffective, toxins that affect conversion of one type of hormone to another hormone, or increases or decreases certain hormones, so we have hormonal imbalance. And this not only has implications for conception, but also sleep, mood, immunity, and just so many other things. So this is a a really important show, and we're gonna be talking also about toxins that cause miscarriage as well. A lot of women get pregnant, but then have recurrent miscarriages. So we'll you know, throw some light on that and what people can do to improve their chances of conception. I know a lot of you guys listening to the show are concerned about heavy metal toxicity and toxins and are looking to take some action, do something about it. So I created a quiz. It's a heavymetalsquiz.com where you guys can uh, you know, answer some questions about some lifestyle habits and get uh, a report on your relative levels of toxins in your body and then the next steps to take. Following the quiz, you get a free video series that tells 
tell you what to do next. So now that you kind of have an idea of your toxin load in your body, what do you need to do about it? What's the first step? How do you get started? Because that's the biggest kind of question for so many people. It's like, where do I start? There's so many options. There's so many things I talk about on the Myers Detox podcast or things that you can do, um, but people just need to know where to begin. So check that out. Go to heavymetalsquiz.com, pick the two-minute quiz, and then watch the video series that follows. Our guest today, Dr. Eva Keen, uh, she is a naturopathic doctor and she's a Swiss-based Australian-trained naturopath, internationally recognized natural fertility expert, fertility expert and creator of the award-winning NFP program and the NFP 16-week fertility coaching program. She's the co-founder of natural-fertility-prescription.com and the author of over 100 published articles on treating infertility naturally. You can learn more about her at natural-fertility-prescription.com. And you can also download her totally free report on how to improve sperm health at myersdetox.com sperm. Eva, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. So you are a medical doctor, which focuses on fertility, and we're going to be talking about toxins that affect sperm health. Um, but why don't you just tell us first a little bit about you know how you got into what you're doing? So I'm a natural naturopathic physician, uh, and I specialize in reproductive medicine and fertility. And um, well, long time ago. When I first started seeing patients, I noticed that more and more people were struggling to get pregnant and women were also developing PCOS and endometriosis. So it was becoming really common and I realized that I didn't really know much about this and how to treat it. So I decided to specialize in that area because it really fascinated me. And here I am many years later. Um, doing um, the work that we do. We offer an online fertility coaching program that has been around since um, over 10 years. And we offer assistance to men and women and couples who are looking for natural solutions to getting pregnant. Yes, and so I think this is so important because infertility is a rising problem. We have higher mm -hmm. rates of people having trouble conceiving, having trouble carrying a baby to term, a lot of women presenting with reproductive issues like endometriosis, PCOS, yeah. and toxins are a huge, uh, are playing a huge role in this. Can you talk about that? Absolutely. So yes, there are many toxins that can impact the sperm health. And um, we, you know, we find a lot of these in our environments. W one of the biggest groups of toxins that are really um, bad for the sperm quality are endocrine disruptors. These are substances that have the ability to disrupt hormonal balance and the endocrine system. And um, studies have shown that prenatal exposure is worse for the male fetuses than for female fetuses. So now we're talking about mother's exposure uh, while she was pregnant and the impact this exposure has on the offspring. Um, some of these are 
TDCPPs, so these are chlorinated organophosphates, which are found in flame retardants, pesticides, plasticizers, and also they can be found in house dust. Um, and this has been shown to um, impact hormonal balance and can also lead to poor sperm quality in men. Then we've got telates. Telates are found in enteric coating of the medication, in lubricants, personal care products, uh, medical devices, toys, and even sex toys. Um, and they have been shown to decrease steroid hormone activity and can impact sperm quality and quantity and also can impact the libido. Then we've got the BPAs, which are found in plastic and plastic uh, water bottles and they can impact the FSH and LH and predispose to increase in prolactin and estrogen and sex hormone binding globulin which is really bad news for men because it binds to available testosterone so if men don't have enough available testosterone they can't make good quality sperm then we also have heavy metals, which are found in pesticides, um, car exhaust fumes, um, you know, our, our water tap water is polluted with uh, toxic metals. And there are things like lead and cadmium, which have been shown to lower zinc concentrations in the sperm. And this can interfere with production of the sperm and can also impact the shape of the sperm or the sperm morphology. Um, then you also have PCBs and POPs, which are persistent organic pollutants. Um, and the problem with these things is that they are staying in our environment for a very long time. They can take up to a century or longer to break down, which means that they can infiltrate our food sources and chains and we get exposed to them through our water and through the food that we eat. So um, the PCBs and POPs, when they're found in male serum, have been associated with 30% reduction in fertility and decrease in testosterone. Then you also have the prescription medications, which contain phthalates and polymers. So phthalates are there to provide the enteric coating and the polymers are there to um, for, for controlled release. So you have some medication that releases over a period of time. And the risk of these two substances in the prescription medication can increase the risk of poor sperm quality up to 71%. So, you know, that, that's a huge drop. And then you've got the air pollution, which has also been shown to decrease motility count and morphology and damage to DNA. And lastly, radiation. Um, electromagnetic radiation has been shown to cause damage to the DNA strands and can cause them to break. Also, electromagnetic frequency from cell phones can interfere with production of the sperm and can cause uh, poor morphology, motility and count. And use of mobile phones for four hours a day has been shown to reduce sperm production by 25%. Now, not many people are aware of one of the biggest meta-analyses that was conducted in 2017 that included 185 studies. It was published in the Journal of Human Reproduction and it was the largest of its kind. Um, and it showed that sperm counts around the world have declined by more than 50% to 47 million sperm per milliliter between 1973 
2013, and c- these sperm counts continue to dwindle. Now, the most significant declines were seen in the samples from men in North America, Europe, Australia, and New Zealand, where many had sperm concentrations below 40 million per milliliter, which is a level at which World Health Organization will consider a man infertile. So that means that half of the men um, in most developed nations are near or at the point of being infertile. And I think this is, you know, this is really alarming. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, shocking when you're talking. I mean, I'm highly aware of toxins and how they affect so many different organ systems, including our reproductive organs. But it is scary. I mean, it's this, you, people really need to get a wake-up call here mm-hmm. with the, the fact that if you're not doing something about toxins in your body, you, are, you're, you may have reproductive issues. You may have trouble having children, as we're finding so many people. I mean, I just have like two people that work for me just in my MyersDetox.com that are doing IVF treatments that are trying to get yeah. pregnant and can't. And this affects, I'm sure, so many people that the listeners, you know, people listening, this is affecting people that you know. Like so mm. many couples are having trouble conceiving because of how toxins affect the sperm and how toxins affect, uh, the, and we're not, we haven't even gotten to the egg or, or our hormones yeah. uh, so much yet. And, and it's also when we have all these toxins affecting uh, sex binding globulin, um, mm. then that reduces the amount of, even if you're making hormones, it reduces their effectiveness. And then people have less desire to have sex and to conceive also. So it just has a, a you know, dramatic impact on our relationships. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, um, it's a big problem. It affects one person in six. So, you know, it's, it's a growing problem. And as we can see from this meta-analysis, it's something that um, is continuing and there's no stopping it unless, you know, we do something about it and we can. And that's, you know, that's the good news here. Yeah. And we're going to get to some solutions in, in a minute, yeah. but let's illustrate the, the picture even further. So, sure. so how do these toxins exactly impact the DNA of sperm? Great question. So from the epigenetic studies, we know that these reproductive toxins can damage the so-called germ lines. And these are the cells from each egg cells and sperm cells develop. And if you have a damage in those cells, that damage can be passed down through the generations. So it can impact your children, your children's children and their children and so on. So we are talking about some serious damage to these very crucial cells. So from the epigenetic studies, we know that it's our environment that influences our genetic expression more so than um, you know something from within. So it's important that you control your environment as much as you can. And there's a lot that you can do as we'll see shortly. And so let's talk about miscarriage. So why is the risk of miscarriage higher with poor DNA integrity? And what are some toxins contributing to miscarriage also? Mm. Um, All right. So 50% of the chromosomes will come from the mother and 50% from the father. And if there is a damage 
um, in the DNA of the cells of the embryo, the embryo can end up with an abnormal number of chromosomes. So you can have an extra chromosome or some chromosomes could be missing. Also, if you have a damage um, in any of these chromosomes, it's very difficult to build a healthy body, which can then lead to a miscarriage. Um, so the, the toxins that can predispose to miscarriage, apart from the ones we looked at already, the endocrine disruptors that are found in personal care products, cosmetics, can also um, you know, be found in a lot of the foods, so pesticides, um, caffeine, alcohol. Um, these have also been shown to predispose to miscarriages. Um, so you need to be really careful also about insecticides, anything that's capable of killing an insect can also cause severe damage to the developing embryo, which is, you know, smaller than a lot of the insects out there. And so you really need to be mindful about that too. Yes. And, and cadmium plays a big role also in causing DNA mutations and which also contributes to cancer, but this also contributes to miscarriage. So anyone who's smoking, and even mm. marijuana also, medicinal marijuana, they're getting a tremendous amount of cadmium with that, with that habit, and mm. this can lead to miscarriages also. Cadmium, yes, and, and mercury as well, unfortunately. And, you know, one of the biggest sources of mercury is seafood and fish, and that's why a lot of pregnant women are cautioned against eating seafood or fish um, even, you know, the, it, the, the studies are just getting more and more scarier. So it's, we, we really caution people about um, the heavy metals, but we also recommend checking your heavy metals first during the preconception care period just to see where you're starting at. And, you know, it's not ideal to, to detox from heavy metals right before conception because you still need a bit of time to produce new egg cells and sperm cells or to mature new egg cells and sperm cells before your body is then ready for conception. But there are ways we can uh, minimize the damage to the um, reproductive cells through certain supplements if you do have elevated metals in your system. And so you were talking about earlier about DNA fragmentation toxins having the ability to break strands of DNA. Is there any sort of test for DNA fragmentation? Um, there is. Um, so men should ask for sperm analysis with SCSA or so-called sperm chromatin structure assay, uh, which is considered to be the gold standard to measure the DNA fragmentation. So it's looking for the DNA fragmentation index. And if it's less than 15%, the DNA is of very good integrity. If it's more than 29%, it's been associated with miscarriages and infertility. And what they have found out is that it's the reactive oxygen um, species, the free radicals, which are most, um, the, the biggest um, cause behind the DNA damage. And this is where antioxidants play a really important role. So things like vitamin C, vitamin E, selenium, zinc, CoQ10 and glutathione have all been shown to improve the DNA integrity of the sperm. So let's talk about in vitro fertilization. Um, a lot of couples having trouble conceiving, go to their medical doctor or a fertility clinic and automatically start, uh, you know, in vitro fertilization treatments. 
what what is that missing? Like what what are they missing in that the whole framework around doing in vitro fertilization? Great question. So when when you go straight for IVF or any type of ART, which is assisted reproductive technology, you are not really optimizing the quality of the egg cells and the sperm cells. Um, so if you say a man, you know, has had rough couple of months, maybe he was sick, had to take antibiotics, um, you know, has been out with the boys few nights, um, something to celebrate, had a lot of stress at work, you know, worked late hours with a laptop on his lap, carried his cell phone around with him, didn't have time to eat properly, didn't take any supplements. Now he's going in for IVF. That sperm is not optimized. Um, the good news for men is that they produce new batches of sperm every 72 to 76 days. And even though women are born with all of their eggs, these eggs are not the eggs that women ovulate. So they are so-called primordial cells, which undergo a maturation process that lasts four months or 120 days, during which the egg cell will undergo two sets of meiosis or cellular division, where most chromosomal issues will happen, if they happen, okay? So it's in these four months prior to ovulation that you have the greatest impact on the quality of your egg cells. And for men, it's that 70 to 76 day window. So if you're going straight for IVF without optimizing the quality of the egg cells and sperm cells first, the chances of success are not very high. And studies have shown that if you do preconception care program first, you're doubling the chances of success with IVF. And you may even find that you don't need to use IVF in the end after that process. Yeah, that's amazing because I think there are so many people out there, desperate couples looking for answers, paying, you know, the $20,000 that here in the US that it costs to get one in vitro fertilization treatment. It's incredibly expensive. And I, I seriously doubt that they have like a program leading up to that treatment for nutrition and detoxification and lifestyle changes to enhance the success of that. I, I don't see that being a part of the picture at most clinics. Yeah, yeah, that's true, unfortunately. Yeah, and so what can men do specifically to protect their sperm from DNA damage? Um, so the first thing would be to switch to natural personal care products and cleaning products. And, you know, this is something that men don't really think about a lot. They just buy, you know, whatever they recognize in the supermarket or they let their partner buy for them. So that's really important because they're going to minimize exposure to a lot of these chemicals. The next one and one of the, you know, really big issues that a lot of people are kind of neglecting is carrying your cell phone on your body and for men putting it in the pants pockets right next to their testes, you know, and walking around all day with their cell phone there is not a good idea. So you should really try to keep the cell phone away from your body. If you're going to carry it on your body, then you should put it on flight mode. Okay. And it's something that's easily forgotten, but you know, people need to become really mindful of this. Um, switch your Wi-Fi off as if possible, at your work. I mean, if you can use cable or VLAN, that's great. If not, um, you know, there, there are um, 
certain um, products out there like the belly armor underwear that men can wear. They can protect their testes from the radiation. But at night, when you're at home, really try to switch Wi-Fi off. Um, and don't put your laptop on your lap. That's really important because, again, you have a close proximity to the testes. And, you know, all these tips apply to women as well. But now today we are talking about the, the sperm and the damage to the DNA. And then taking antioxidants is really important. So we mentioned some already, vitamin C, vitamin E, selenium and zinc are really, really important for sperm quality. And unfortunately, both of these minerals are very depleted from the soil and from our food. And zinc is a highly competitive nutrient. It competes for absorption with just about every other nutrient apart from vitamin C. So if you're going to take your zinc, take it at the end of the day away from all your other supplements. And it likes vitamin C. So you can take them together. And then CoQ10 and glutathione, which offers fantastic um, protection inside the cell. So look for liposomal form of glutathione so you can cross into the cell, it can cross the, the membranes. And also resveratrol and pycnogenol are two very potent antioxidants that can protect the sperm. And men should also try to avoid pesticides and insecticides. So this is where your organic food comes into play and really being mindful about what you're buying and what you're drinking, especially when you eat out. I think that's the most difficult part for a lot of people because you know, in a restaurant, you just don't know what you get served. And unless you know, it's an organic place, um, which I hope there'll be more of in the future. Yeah, I know it's tough. I mean, you just you just can't really eat out and expect to not get a meal full of pesticides and herbicides. It's just, uh, and that's the choice a lot of people make. They get delivery and they, they don't want to yeah. take the time to cook. And that's the reality for a lot of people. But you you have to primarily eat at home and cook for yourself if you want to avoid pesticides and herbicides. So, and all these things you're saying apply to men and women and anyone looking to be healthy. And so, mm. and so let's talk about how long it takes to repair DNA damaged sperm. I know you mentioned 70, 72 days or so to regenerate sperm. Are we looking to just regenerate new sperm with these new healthy lifestyle habits or can we actually repair DNA damaged sperm? So that's correct. You, you would need to make a new batch. So the good news for men is they make new batches from scratch. And the, the, the issue with the sperm is that, you know, they, they pass through the, the area of the testes where the, the, Toxins are also going to be passed out of the system. So you've got the semen and you've got the sperm. Sperm in, inside the semen, but in, in the semen, the body will be getting rid of all sorts of toxins. Okay, so that's one of the detox routes for the body of men. So if the man is smoking or if he's you know drinking alcohol, he's exposed to a lot of pesticides, this is where they're going to be dumped and this is where they're going to exit the body. So the sperm themselves need to spend certain amount of time in that part of the testes where they learn how to swim and mature. And if they're exposed to these toxins during that critical time, they can become damaged. So yes, so for the sperm that the man is currently ejaculating, there's not much you can do 
You know, that, that sperm, if it's damaged, it's damaged. That's why if you see a reproductive endocrinologist, they will tell you there's nothing you can do to improve sperm quality. And what they're referring to is the current batch. They can wash the sperm. You know, they can look for the best-looking sperm injected into the egg cell. There's lots, you know, they can do that way. But they can't really change the quality of that sperm. So the best chance a man has is to start again. So start from scratch and give himself the three months because it takes four months for the woman, you know, ideally they should both be doing this together. So it's four months for both and just, you know, do the proper preconception care where you're avoiding all these things and you are adding in all the good antioxidants, making dietary lifestyle changes, and very importantly, also addressing any underlying systemic issues that may come up for you. Yes, yes. And so what are the core preconception preparation steps for a healthy sperm. Is there anything more you want to add to what you've mentioned already? Oh, absolutely. I've got yeah. I've got lots to add. <laughs> Step one if to twenty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So first thing, install a water filter in your kitchen and your shower. That's really important. We forget that the skin is an organ too, and it, the skin is highly absorbent when you're in the shower, and all the pores are open up. Um, have also an air filter in your house if you, you know, especially if you're living in an urban area or in a big city, or if you're living in a house that's full of curtains and carpets and, you know, plasticized furniture, um, then a lot of these chemicals will be off-gassing. Um, limit caffeine and alcohol intake, or ideally stop for that period of 120 days and stop smoking or vaping if that's what you're doing. Um, check all the prescription drugs you are on with the doctor who prescribed them to see if any of them contain any substances that could be damaging to your sperm and then discuss with them, you know, what alternatives are there for you. Switch to organic food, obviously very important to minimize the exposure to pesticides. Um, if, you know, if you want to renovate your house, or parts of your house, then don't buy new furniture and carpets which would contain plastic and flame retardants or use, you know, paint that could be full of toxins. Use for eco-friendly paints and eco-friendly furniture. There are companies out there. These things are usually more expensive, but, you know, your, your health and your fertility will thank you for this. And over the years, um, that extra expense is going to save you lots of medical bills. Yeah, IVF um, is expensive too. IVF is very expensive, absolutely. And the older you are, the more expensive it gets, and especially if you need to use donor eggs or donor sperm, it gets even more expensive. So you gotta bear that in mind. Um, as we mentioned, switch to natural personal care and cleaning products, keep the cell phones away from the pockets and the body, avoid saunas and hot baths, okay? This is important for men. Now, the reason why testes are hanging outside of the body and they're not tucked in like the ovaries is because they need to be two to three degrees cooler than the rest of the body. So if the man is then wearing really tight wearing pants and going to, into hot baths and saunas or is riding his bike in those you know tight pants, he's just increasing the scrotal temperature that can damage the sperm. So cycling is unfortunately also something that we don't recommend for men who are um, trying to father a child, especially not for long periods of time. If it's just a quick ride to work, you know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes down the road, that's okay. But, you know, you're not going to be doing um, 
classes at a gym or anything like that or going for long rides on the weekend. It's also important to check your uh, methylating genes such as MTHFR, MTR and MTRR uh, because, you know, these genes are responsible for methylation, which is part of the detoxification process. If your detox mechanisms in the body are not working, then you can do all sorts of detoxes, but these toxins are going to keep getting stuck in your system. So you need to support that. And MTHFI is very common in the population. Around 40% of the population have this gene mutation. So if you do have it, you need to support it accordingly. Check for heavy metal toxicity. In this day and age, we are seeing heavy metal toxicity in kids as young as three years old, which is really scary. So it's very important that you are aware of that too. And then get the sperm analysis with the DNA fragmentation to see if there are any parameters um, that need addressing before conception, because that way you can minimize the risk of a miscarriage. And then look for help from a holistic or an integrative medicine practitioner who also understands fertility and who will be able to assess your whole health and help you identify the cause and address it. So we created an online program to help men and women restore their fertility naturally. And, you know, we teach them all these steps and a lot more. And we also do a very careful um, analysis of their overall health and fertility with a questionnaire, which has more than 150 questions. It takes a long time to fill that out, but it gives us a very good idea of, you know, what's going on in your body and what we need to address. And it's not just your body, it's also your mind, it's your emotions, um, your belief system as well, which is very important here. And then we tailor the protocol and prescription to your individual needs. And you can get, you know, a taste of how all of this works in a free report, which we are sharing with the viewers today. It's called How to Improve Sperm Health, 23 Simple Evidence-Based Tips. And in there, you will find out um, 23 natural tips to help improve sperm health factors, especially count, motility, and morphology. The report also includes three costly misconceptions about sperm health and IVF how to avoid three everyday sperm damaging toxins, a little known test that helps resolve many sperm problems, number one beverage for optimal sperm quality, and it's not water, um, why you must avoid one protein because it promotes sperm antibodies, the three top nutrients for healthy sperm count activity and biological resiliency or morphology, and three pharmaceutical drugs that can damage sperm and lower sperm counts. And lastly, number one enemy to healthy sperm and 99% of men do this and how to correct it. Amazing. So that just sounds chock full of really interesting information. And I'm sure a lot of these same lifestyle habits and tips apply to women's reproductive health as well. Um, a number of them for sure. And so if you guys want to download this, go to myersdetox.com sperm. So S-P-E-R-M and download that totally free report, chock full of information so you could have a healthy reproductive health. And so is there anything else that you want to mention to the listeners that maybe we haven't covered yet? Um, I, I would like to mention that it's really important for men to, you know, be part of this preconception journey because fertility is often viewed as a women's problem. 
uh, it's because women are the ones who get pregnant and they carry the baby and deliver and breastfeed and so on. So men kind of feel that they're not really involved in this, but they are because they contribute 50% of the genetic material. And that's huge. You know, it's 50% of your genes that are going to make up your son or your daughter and will determine their health. And, you know, when you get pregnant and when you deliver a baby, that's just the start of the journey. You know, now you have this beautiful young baby that you're responsible for for the next 18, 21 years, even longer. And you want them to be healthy and you want them to be self-sufficient human beings who can thrive on their own. And in this DNA, in this day and age, not DNA, um, you know, where we're seeing so many um, cases of autism and so many behavioral issues in our children, it's really important that we try to optimize our health before conception so that we can minimize the risk of this happening as much as possible. Yes, and so I totally agree. I mean, you know, I had a did a podcast on transgenerational toxicity that, you know, the bad, bad health habits of your grandparents and your parents can affect yeah. your child's health today because of the breakage of these DNA strands and mutant DNA that can affect sperm and eggs and, and whatnot. So how long do you think someone she, should start detoxing prior to thinking about conception and conceiving? Look, ideally, uh, you should give yourself a good year just in case we do discover heavy metal toxicities. If you have to do a chelation uh, therapy that can take anywhere between, you know, three to six months, then you need to wait for the new batch of eggs and sperm to form in a clean environment. You add another four months so it can set you back by a good year. Um, so, you know, start looking into this early if you can. Um, sometimes it's not appropriate to do such a big detox if a woman is 44 or 45. You know, she just doesn't have the luxury of that one year of detoxing. But the longer, the better. And the, the, the more tests you can do at the start to find out what's going on with your methylation, with toxicity levels, um, you know, with food intolerances, the better it is because it gives you more time to fix all this and to better prepare for pregnancy. Yes, and I, I find that I have a lot of clients that are, you know, cleaning up their body, they're interested in detoxing, getting to the root cause of their symptoms, they're not finding at their conventional medical doctor or even functional medical doctor, and, uh, you know, detoxing, and they find they become very, very fertile. <laughs> yeah. Because they don't have all these metals and toxins that are mimicking estrogen or interfering in production or conversion of sex hormones. I was actually just spent all day writing an article specifically about that yesterday, which will be okay. published soon. Um, but uh, yeah, it's like people don't don't realize that their fertility is so dramatically impacted and by toxins. And then once they start detoxing, they become much more fertile. So they have to be aware of that. <laughs> Yeah, that's that, absolutely. I mean, that's the amazing healing power, you know, of our bodies. And you just need to give the body the right environment and the body will do the rest. So um, that's, you know, that's the good news. Even though we live in such a polluted world, there's a lot we can do. And, you know, always teach 
my patients to choose natural and organic and clean and eco-friendly products because they're also supporting those industries and they're sending a message to the other producers of toxic products that you know no one's gonna buy this stuff anymore yeah you have to vote with your dollars and it's exactly. also also you you know you want want to be aware of detoxification you know doing detoxification because once you're pregnant and mm. breastfeeding you can't do detoxing you know you can't engage in that and that can be years and years and years so it's much better to focus on that for a couple couple really good years and remove as many toxins as you can because you if you have mercury fillings or you just you know haven't had any awareness around uh, living a healthy lifestyle or even if you are living a healthy lifestyle you're still accumulating a lot of toxins and you pass this stuff on to your child uh, mm. through the placenta tons of research dr lindsay berkson has done written an amazing book all with all the research showing how all these toxins transfer from mother to child and so you really want to, you know, if you have that lead time to plan, really do that pre-pregnancy planning and adding detoxification to it. Oh, absolutely. I totally agree. So everyone, if you want Dr. Eva Keen's sperm guide, how to improve your sperm health, go to myersdetox.com slash sperm and download that totally free report. Dr. Keen, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Thank you very much for having me. It was a real pleasure. And everyone, thanks for tuning in every week and you know giving me the opportunity to educate you about really how toxins dramatically impact every different organ system and enzymes and functions and reproductive health in our bodies. So thanks for tuning in and I'll talk to you next week.